0: Welcome to 321 No Kidding, I am Bobby the Awesome, and I am grateful to be here. I had a couple thoughts about what I wanted to talk to you about today, and I couldn't quite put it into words, so as I was doing my normal routine, I came across the reading for January 29th from the One Day at a Time book, because it leads me into what I wanted to talk to you about. So here goes. I used to imagine my life as a grotesque, abstract painting, a montage of crisis framed by end upon end catastrophes. My days were all gray and my thoughts grayer still. I was haunted by dread and nameless fears. I was filled with self-loathing. I had no idea who I was, what I was, or why I was. I miss none of those feelings. Today, step by step. I'm discovering myself and learning that I can be free to be me. Am I grateful for my new life? Have I taken time to thank God today for the fact that I am clean and alive? Today I pray, may calm come to me after the turmoil and nightmares of the past. As my fears and self-hatred dissipate, may the things of the spirit replace them. For in the spiritual world, as in the material world, there is no empty space. May I be filled with the spirit of my higher power. Today I'll remember. A clear morning scatters nightmares. There's a lot of higher power and God stuff in there. And that wasn't actually my intention. Really completely. I actually wanted to talk about paying attention to when it's not chaotic and being grateful. Making the choice to be grateful instead of crazy grouchy which I still have the ability to do more often than I like to admit. So here's what's got me thinking about this. Uh, yesterday I went out for a bike ride. I'm in a uh, mountain, Lo- Los Angeles now. And I went out for a bike ride. Cause I was like, my hotel's five miles from the ocean. And I'm like, I gotta go see the ocean. Um, I'm not walking too well today because of the bike ride. I'll have you know. Um, But I did, I don't know, 13, 15 miles, but it's the first time I rode in a long time because my bike was acting cranky and I was probably a little lazy about it. But I was like, I I did drive down and find the ocean, I don't know, maybe last weekend. And it was beautiful. I just parked and I watched the sunset and I've discovered, probably from not gambling, like I always knew that I did not want to live in the cold, like the whole time I was in Connecticut, the snow and the just cold. And the more I've traveled, the more I went to Miami, the more I went to warm places like Cambodia and Thailand, like all these places, it's like I want to live somewhere warm. And I've written in my goals. And now here I am living somewhere warm. But I was thinking about this is what I was thinking about yesterday, or it popped in my head while I was doing my little adventure. A year ago, I was living in the cold. I was living at my mother's, I was working a job for like 14 bucks an hour, um, at a supermarket in a department that wasn't a good fit for me. Um, grateful for it. It was good for my sanity, good for, uh, connecting with the right people at the right time. And here it is a year later. Now my recovery coach, one of my mentors, Oscar, you've heard me say this before, In recovery, we can have a life beyond our wildest dreams. And sometimes we just don't even know that that's happening when it's happening, which is kind of a little bit the case for me. So last January 29th, I think, uh, yeah, I think I was, you know, just still in the droves of winter, still trying to figure stuff out, um, working on my projects, podcasting, you know, like all the things. So fast forward a year. This is how much has changed in a year. It's crazy. I'm living on the West Coast instead of the East Coast. I have a job that I'm completely aligned with. I'm so um, I'm so experienced in it, almost to a fault at times, but it's such an easy job and And by easy, I don't mean. The task, it just comes easy to me talking to uh, the customers that I have to talk to, talking to my team. And and I can see huge, huge differences in how I show up for work because of all the personal development stuff I've done the last few years, including recovery, because it started with recovery. So just looking back a year, I've changed locations. I know I've grown in my mindset. Last year, I worried worried, worked on things like my intuition. And this year, my, my intention is to work on flow and I will be completely transparent. I haven't been so good at that lately, but I'm getting ready to uh, revisit it in a big way. So anyway, uh, last year, major mountains, mountains, mountains of dead, um, really not the, best attitude about everything, even though I was in recovery and trying, you know, we grow and we evolve. And this year I'm like, Can I, it, it feels like I'm getting everything I want or everything I wanted or didn't know I wanted, even in some cases, because it's not about, it's not about material. It's not about, um, having a good paying job. It's not about living in the fanciest places. Cause you know, I guess depending on who you ask, some would think that Connecticut is really hoity-toity and some people probably think LA is hoity-toity. And I just think people are people wherever you go. There are some differences, don't get me wrong. But so as I'm going through this ride, I'm really thinking about it's a Saturday morning. I have a choice. My choice was to get my tush on my bike uh, because I wanted to see it, like I could have drove down and saw it, but I knew I needed to. I'm I'm going through a season right now, especially with all the stuff that's going on with my niece. You know, her not communicating with me like we were just a month ago um, is breaking my heart, and you know, I could cry just thinking about it every freaking time. And I've come to believe through recovery. That everything has its purpose, right? And this is going to have its purpose. And hopefully, um, we'll survive it in the context of, um, like true life and death. Hopefully she survives putting herself in these horrible situations. Um, from a relationship side, I, I I'm pretty sure that we will survive it. We'll mend it. Like, I think both of our belief systems are aligned. It just doesn't feel like, they're getting acted on right now, but it's neither here nor there. But instead of hanging out in that, that darkness, cause that's where I've been the last couple of weeks is in the darkness of like, this kid is just, just breaking my heart. There's all kinds of other good things happening. So in years past, I'm getting ready to go to a conference, um, in Las Vegas to be fully transparent. I'll share with you on that there in a second, but, um, this is another Like just wild thing about pretty much anything that I want, I can have. And it's only through recovery and it's only through gratitude and it's only for feeling good about everything that I have, not just the big things. Um, So since I've been here, I knew I was going to the conference, or at least my intention was to go to the conference. I kind of hadn't bought my ticket yet because I was having misfeelings about it being in Vegas And I also didn't know what to expect from my job. I didn't know if I could pull off getting away for a couple of days, but it's important to me. I went the last two years, but they were in Miami. So the universe was, I feel like the universe was telling me, okay, it's on, you know, it's in Vegas. It's close to the West coast. It's a four hour drive. The last two years, I drove 28 hours to get there. So I'm like, okay, signs, signs. Now, old Bobby would have probably not been going to this conference uh, and probably would not be without my recovery work because if this is your first time listening or maybe we all need to be reminded my belief is it's not about just triggers and situations and all of that as our reason to gamble it's if we do the if we do the healing and we give ourselves the tools, um, the chances of us gambling to, like, I don't have to escape anything. Now I feel my freaking feelings, which is why I've been crying so much the last couple of weeks. So having that gift, then um, don't get me wrong. I've thought about gambling and I've thought about drinking. I've mostly thought about drinking the last couple of weeks as I wrote out my emotions. Um, but to be aware that I was thinking about drinking and gambling and knowing I didn't need to do it and that it would do more damage was actually all part of the process too. Anyway, I go to this conference normally and I hadn't bought the ticket yet. So I had gone out to eat about a week ago and I was doing the right things. I showed, I I worked and then I went to one of my trainings. Like the things that you fill your time with when you're not gambling could be so epic so I'm doing the right things. I go, I finish up and it's like 7.30. 7.30 is like my bed time. But I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to dinner. And there's two places across the street. One I hadn't gone into yet. And the other I had, and it was a decent experience. So I was like, okay. So I walk over and I walk into the bar and I, I usually sit at the bar. Sometimes I want to be by myself. Sometimes I'm open to chatting. It's just always, you never know what's going to happen. And it was weird because I walked in and I stopped and on the corner, like there was this guy and there was a seat next to him. And I actually sat between two people instead of going somewhere where there was a shit ton of elbow room. And, um, it was interesting. It was like, um, follow my intuition. I, I don't know why I did that. You know, like I want to do that, but, um, I did it. And I end up talking to this fella for like, four hours and he's drinking and I'm not. And as the night goes on, um, he's drinking more and more, got a little bit more obnoxious than maybe I would have liked to have seen. But at any rate, he had two tickets to go to this conference and um, long story short. Well, here's the sad part of the story. So he has a buzz on. And he had told me while we were together that he would give me these tickets. Now, I don't know him. I don't know if this is true or not, um, but I was hopeful. I was like, all right, I don't think this dude would lie to me. If we talked for four hours, we had a lot to talk about and we had a lot in common. So that was cool. So I start walking back to the hotel and my phone rings and he's like, hey, how about I give you $300 now um, and I'll give you the tickets on Monday because he wanted to still go party. That was his priority. Now, for the context of addiction and craziness, the tickets were worth $4,000 that he sold me for $300 so that he can go continue to party. It's not that he was naive to recovery either. He's actually uh, had worked in a recovery uh, environment. He's led groups all kinds of stuff. So the things that on paper would sound good, good air quotes at any rate. So this is just one example of addiction, leaving the choices, right? Like he literally lost $3,700 on these tickets, whether it was to me or to anybody else, if he didn't go, at least with me going, um, it, it probably feels better. Right. So we came through, which was great. If I wasn't doing the right thing, if I was still in Connecticut, I wouldn't have been in this restaurant. If I was drinking, I might not have had the same conversation or been in the same place. If I was gambling and there's freaking gambling all around here too. Like all the things that have to happen for life to go right, all starts with us just doing the first thing right, I guess, which is giving up whatever the thing is, gambling. If I was in a casino, I wouldn't be experiencing this stuff. I wouldn't be a better family member or a leader or person. So yesterday's bike ride was about this progress and about reflection. I I have taken a lot of classes or education about being present meditating and like that search for just being present. And I had I had the I guess self-awareness or the awareness in general to make sure that I was being present and being grateful yesterday. Like one of my employees called and it annoyed me that he called because I wanted to be present on my bike and pay attention to traffic and all the cool flowers that were on the sidewalk. And uh there was this moment where you can like pull off. And I was looking out into the Pacific ocean and just watching the waves crash and thinking like, what am I doing here? What did I do to deserve this? Like, this is gorgeous. It was like the perfect temperature. The water was the perfect blue, you know, like there was mountains off in the distance. Like it was just spectacular. And it was like the whole world stopped. And I did have the thought, like, don't get distracted, Bobby. Like you're here. You get to experience this. You created this. I created this. How did I create this? By working my recovery. By not not being present and doing all these other things that were harmful to me. So gratitude was the topic that I really wanted to speak to today. And if we're up the one day at a time mindset, it may not feel like things are changing as fast as we want. It's so easy to get impatient. It's so freaking easy to get impatient. I'm impatient. I wanted three, two, one to be like being built. Like I wanted my recovery playgrounds, my 50th birthday, blah, blah, blah. like. All this pressure, all these timelines, didn't want to be patient. I want what I want now. Of course, that's my attitude speaking, right? So with this commitment to be in flow for 2023 and just kind of go with it instead of, you know, the steps talk about being powerless and our lives being unmanageable. And I just like power and control. And depending on the context, maybe power and control is good. Maybe it's not. Um, You know, I wouldn't be good at my uh, management job if I didn't have any control, right, over the situation or whatever. But I also can't control every aspect of it, which thank God for recovery because I could see getting myself in all kinds of trouble when things don't go my way. That doesn't happen so much anymore. Anyway, the one day at a times add up they add up. It didn't feel that way. Like in hindsight now I was at mom's house for not even a year. Yeah. Like not even a year and eight months, nine months, like that's nothing in the grand scheme of things. Another thing that (laughs) has happened, there's people that have been in my life that want to say they believe in me. It's just words, unless it's actions. And I remember, you know, being in the dark place and, and, and wanting to like stay in the dark place. I don't know about you guys, but there's times I just want to be moody. I want to be bitchy. I don't want to talk myself out of it. Um, and now I've learned to like embrace that. I have to feel my feelings because I have to process them. Otherwise they sit with me then I'm stuck with them. And then I want to numb them. And then I gamble. Then I drink. Then I'm like, you know, like all the things it's, it's cycles. So I have to deal with the emotions one way or another, which is why I advocate for, you know, self-care being anything from, you know, going to the sauna and sweating it out to reading a book or screaming in a pillow, like whatever the things are, kind getting get it out of your system, uh, But I remember thinking this person claimed to be so supportive, but didn't really have the faith, right? Like didn't act supportive, um, which was part of hurting my feelings and part of um, how I would look at like, am I not worth this? Am I not capable? Because they're not acting like they really think I'm capable. Um, And it's kind of nice to be here down the road. Like, I just kept showing up every day for myself, kept showing up and kept not drinking, not gambling, not doing the things, kept trying to be better, knowing that I wasn't every day. I wasn't always better, like better behaving or uh, who the fuck came up with the word better anyway, I guess improving or some days it didn't feel like I was improving, whatever the case may be but it's a perseverance game. It's a long game. And then on days like yesterday, when I could be like, so some of these thoughts came through my head and I am I'm, might be all over the place, but it was kind of surreal. There was the thoughts about being in the present, which I shared with you, like just really being in that moment. And um, same thing with some of the flowers, like just pulling over and just, Looking at these flowers and nature is crazy out here, and I've barely scratched the surface. To where was I a year ago? To where was I three years ago? Where was I five years ago? Where was I 10 years ago? Very, very, very different lives, even in my recovery life. And that was a big aha yesterday. Like, what my recovery life looks very different. It's not just, um, like hanging on and having to go to, you know, six meetings a week and not getting to enjoy my recovery in my life. That's one of the biggest things that I think shifts. We have to do the work. We have to, we have to, um, I was almost going to say a really bad gambling term, but we have to really invest a lot of time and energy, especially in the beginning to, to build the roots and, Eventually, the reward is you get to live your life through this new lens if you do the work. It it doesn't happen overnight. You don't even know it's happening when it's happening. And I try to pay attention to like what's happening when it's happening. I still can't tell. Everything, everything is always upon reflection. Always. So I was feeling very grateful that I didn't get stuck. I haven't gone back. I have opportunity, so much opportunity. And I need to not take that for granted. And I need to know I'll be okay. And I also need to know, like, as we talk about universe and higher power and and God, um, I choose to believe that the path I'm on is the one I'm supposed to be on and i choose to be grateful for the good the bad the ugly because i believe it's part of the recipe ooh here's a good analogy ready for this one i think the good you know like all the pieces go into the recipe of my life like to get to my dream to get to everything i want and i know now that i can have anything i want because of the way things are going it's just uh but it happened for the first time back in 2013 when I got my first director job, I was like, Oh, I'm gonna buy this car with way too much of a payment. People and I didn't have a job, and people are like, You're crazy. And I'm like, No, my next job's gonna be a director job. Like it'll be all right. My next job was a director job because I believed in me. That's kind of the same thing. So this recipe, if if you've ever had the cheat cheesecake, my mother makes this cheat cheesecake. And in it, there's yummy things like sweetened condensed milk and cream cheese. And um, then there's like vanilla. Like vanilla is good for things, but straight vanilla, you would never drink straight vanilla. But at the end, when you're eating the cheesecake, it's like amazing. So it's kind of like what life has proven to be like me. I have cream cheese. I have uh, condensed milk. I have vanilla. I don't like them all together unless it's the final product right like I don't want I don't want to just drink vanilla and that's the bad days and I can't have just the um sweetened condensed milk or the cream cheese because then it won't be balanced it won't be oh and lemon juice lemon juice would be the other uh kind of sour one I happen to I would drink lemon juice straight but Um, it's like a recipe of life. So all of these things are components and I'm grateful for all of them. I just can't get lost in them. So I can't choose to believe that it's all going to come out and be a sweet cheesecake just when things are going well. So that's kind of what I wanted to share. Not everything's perfect. I'm missing the hell out of Kai. I'm all kinds of emotions about that. I'm still hurt. I'm still sad. Now I'm in get better mode, like, or figure out how to survive this mode. Um, I'm getting ready to move into uh, my next place. I've been in this place for like 11 days and I'm I'm getting ready to move into my next place. And it's, this this is another reason why I was being reflective. Um, Things didn't work out like it it wasn't supposed to be the way it's going to be, but I was supposed to be moving into a house with a bunch of my coworkers for this project and the project got delayed, but we couldn't get out of the house. So I'm actually going to be staying um, somewhere very crazy. Like it's crazy to me to even think about it. Um, It's essentially a mansion with like 16 rooms or some crazy shit. And that's where I'm going to be staying for the next two weeks. And when I think about that, like, how did I get to, I'm going to be staying in a mansion in LA from where I came from. And that's part of what bugs me about the whole Kai thing. I'm being honest. Um, Because it doesn't matter where we come from. It, It matters the choices we make. And um, again, just grateful. And my mind's like blown. If you tell me a year ago, when I was freezing my tush off in Connecticut in January, that I would be staying in a 16 room mansion, I would be like, what? So I hope you can see the value in being patient. I hope you can see the value of, Being grateful. Not, It's not always easy all the time, guys. I I talk about that too. Um, But if we keep on moving, all of a sudden, it's a year later. It's five years later. It's 10 years later. And we're doing better. And life is way different than what we ever thought. So be present. Don't worry about the future go with the flow, process your emotions, take good care of yourself. Just take good care of yourself. Like that's my intention moving into this house. Okay. So the universe did not want everybody there with me. So what am I going to do? I'm going to take advantage of this and I'm going to reset my health while I'm there. Cause there'll be no distractions. I won't have to go out to eat with anyone. I won't have to, um, be on anybody else's schedule, but my own. So I'm taking this as an opportunity, right? Cause then the following, after I leave there, then I go to Vegas and then I am on somebody else's schedule. Um, and it's, you know, kind of work, social, whatever you want to call it. So I know that they will be like going out to dinner and, uh, staying up past my bedtime. Uh, and there'll be those things, but I'm going to get myself reset and get prepared for those things. Oh, there was one other thing I forgot to mention. So when I was looking at the water yesterday, so we did a lot of work. When was it? Leading into November. So like September, October, I had taken two classes at the same time. One was, um, I don't want to say it was a book club, but it was in Cafe RE, which by the way, guys, Cafe RE, the podcast, uh, Paul Churchill, my first guest ever, my kind of inspiration for starting this podcast. They just hit 10 million downloads this week. So I'm very proud and excited uh, for them. Proud of them. Paul's just amazing. At any rate, he was having this free class and uh, we were reading the book pieces, pieces, every step or piece in every step by a monk's name who I screw up. And at the same time, I was going through one of my intuition classes. And without those two classes, I truly, truly, hundred percent believe I would not have survived November because November was just crazy. Like not bad crazy, just very crazy. I can handle a lot, but work was just crazy. But because I was like recharged, I was able to do that. And from the 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 piece in Every Step book and from our our teacher there, Patrick Foley, who also has been on this show, um those the the work we do, the books we read, sometimes they just like pop in when we need them. And that's what happened was I could hear like Patrick's voice and I could hear the book in my head, like, just be present and enjoy. And like, this is the moment. So uh, it was it was really beautiful. It's like nice when the work pays off. And that's that's, I guess, part of what I want to say, too. Like, if you do the work. You can have a life beyond your wildest dreams. It's like epic. It's fucking epic. I like epic. So I'm going to go to this house. I'm going to reset. I'm going to go to this conference and I'm going to be me. I'm not going to be who they decide I'm going to be. I'm going to be me. And uh, not because I have made mistakes in the past and gotten all caught up in the the glam and the glitz. I actually am going to have to be very diligent, very strategic since it is in um, Vegas, which I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent nervous about. I hope actually that I get to have conversations with people who need to hear my message. Who need to hear that you have a much better life than fucking gambling. Like you just can. So that's what I got for you guys. I love you. Beautiful people.